Hey everybody, welcome to Beyond the Post. This is now episode three. Thank you all for the feedback from last week. Not really too much to talk about from last week with there being no games, so without further ado, I'll introduce you to co-host Trent. Howdy. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. What do we talk about? There's no no games on at the moment. Obviously, uh, the current climate of uh, what's going on in the country and, and obviously with the RFL means that we're, we're sort of at a standstill here, but we can talk about other things going on in the world. Uh, rugby league still hasn't finished as of the time of recording um, in Australia. We've had two rounds of the NRL. Yep. Did you manage to catch any of those games? Or Yeah, I watched a couple of games over the weekend and the games that I didn't see, I've seen a couple of the highlights of. Um, it's been pretty much the only sport to watch. So yeah, exactly. I bet it's had a lot more attention than what it normally does here in the UK with... Like I say, there'd be no other sports on at all. So yeah, I've watched a couple of games. Um, I watched the Raiders game. They're probably the team that I follow the most with the amount of English boys that are out there. So yeah, it was good to see them perform well. It's looking like, uh, unfortunately, that will come to an end eventually. But it was good to at least uh, appreciate the uh, the game while while we were off. Um, quite weird watching it without any fans. I'd say uh, it was. Quite eerie. You could hear a lot of the sounds of the actual contact and, and the on-field stuff, which was good, but seeing those empty stadiums was a bit eerie, wasn't it? Yeah, 100%. You know, um, I think we touched on this last week when we was talking. It's it's not good for anybody when the stadiums are empty. The fans make the atmosphere and they make the occasion ten times more important than just turning up and playing. And The NRL, the, the standard of performances was still great and they, they probably did a lot of work during the week of maybe training with no sound and stuff like that, just to try and re- replicate what it's going to be like come game day. But it's definitely not something I'd be comfortable playing in. But given the current situation, it might be something that might have to be done. So I'm definitely going to have to watch them games back from the NRL last week and try and train my own man to get used to that. Well, the Super League and the NRL have had a, a quite close relationship over the years. And it, we could use this time to sort of wind the clock back when you were growing up was there any uh, Australian either imports that came over here or that you'd watched from um, from Australia that you that you wanted to grow up and be or that inspired you or got you into the game or uh, I think everybody well everybody from my age used to just watch the Darren Lockyer's first and yeah. um, I think one of the biggest inspirations to come from the NRL was Gareth Ellis you know I, yeah. my debut he was the person defending and attacking next to me and obviously he was massively successful in the NRL. He's one of the best British players to play in the NRL and Super League. So he's probably the one that I'd take the most from the way he conducts himself. Like he's still playing now. He's the ultimate professional and he's a great leader. So yeah, I think um, if I can try and get a career like Gaz has done, then it's definitely going to be a good one. With your experience for players like Gareth Ellis and uh, currently with uh, Skids and Kane Lynette, have they highlighted any differences between the two comps when they've now that they've played in both? Would they, have they said anything to you? <laughs> I remember the um, the first friendly against Wakefield this year and Skidsy was like, Jesus, I know like some of the stadiums and the pitches are up to the standard, but that was ridiculous. And I think that's the main difference, you know. I think I, th- I would say the game's more physical in the Super League. Well, I haven't played both, but it looks more physical. The NRL, obviously, it's a lot faster and yeah. they look like the boys are a lot fitter, but the fans are a lot louder in Super League. And I think it's just the quality of the pitches and the size of the stadiums. That, that's probably the main difference. And um, I think Skids is really enjoying playing at home. You know that when the East End get behind him and stuff. He, and in that whole derby, I think there was a video of him 
giving it a little bit to the fans and stuff, and that's all good fun. But yeah, I think they're all enjoying it, and it's a good experience to be able to play in both top top divisions. I think that's the one thing that's probably incomparable between the two is the the crowd and the uh, and the way they get involved, because that's definitely from my experience back home, you don't get that uh, that drive from from the uh, the stands that you do here. So I think that's that's a big difference, but. Um, did you have a team growing up when you were, or even in the Super League? Who did you follow? <laughs> Are we allowed Stitch, to say this? <laughs> Stitch up here. I, yeah. um, I was a Hull FC fan growing up. Um, obviously, that's all changed Travesty. now. I can't believe we're bringing this up. Yeah, yeah, it's a stitch up this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I was a big Hull FC fan. I used to get season tickets and um, yeah, I used to support them as many games as I could. Um, obviously, it's changed now. I'm... Once you start playing for the teams, it's completely different now. I hate Hull FC and yeah. love Hull Kayar, but as a as a young lad, it was the other way around. So it's just it's quite it's funny how your allegiances change when you're actually performing in front of the fans rather than just being the fan yourself. And growing up in Hull was rugby league a part of everyday life? You know, in school, oh, yeah, talking about it's, it. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Obviously, you've got the the derby weekend where. It's all in the papers and you see a little bit of banter getting thrown back and forth between fans and yeah. all stuff like that. But even on the streets all year round, if if it comes to in conversation about rugby league and the first question is, are you FC or Rovers? And then if it's an FC fan asking a Rovers fan and they say the wrong answer, then straight away you get something thrown at you, you know, a little bit of banter. and yeah. But that's all year round and it's good. It, this is a great rugby city and yeah, it's, I love being a part of it. I know from from experience, I'm, I was uh, brought up in the north of Sydney and uh, growing up as a kid, we did have a local team, the North Sydney Bears, but unfortunately, uh, they went into um, financial troubles and they left and, and with that, they took um, basically the sport of rugby league out of North Sydney. Um, so coming over here now and seeing that not only you've got one, but two great clubs in the same town, um, I think it's phenomenal. Uh, when you got to the age, well, what age did you get to when you sort of thought, all right, I'm going to have a good, good crack at playing this as a profession? Um, and was there any alternatives? Was it always rugby? When I was really young, I used to play rugby and football like a lot of young kids did. And it got to a point when I was like 12, 13, when I had to make the decision. And I chose rugby and it was the best decision I made. You know, I've... I'm having a successful career at the minute and hopefully I've still got quite a few years to come of me progressing and hitting my peak and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was 12, 13, I had to make the call on which sport I'd wanted to go for. But I'd say I really started taking it seriously, probably the scholarship games when I was 16 because that's when you have to earn your first professional contract. And that year, I just we only played six games and... If you didn't impress in them six games, then you won't get in a contract because that, that's just the way it was at the time. So, I think that was when I like flicked the switch and realised if I want to get paid to do the sport that I love, then I'm going to have to really perform in these games. So I just did everything I could to stand out. And now your son's quite young. Yep. Will he be following in your footsteps? Ah, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll let him decide. I don't want to pressure him too much. Obviously, it'd be. A dream come true if he followed in my footsteps and was better than me, you know. <laughs> well, I say that, but if he was, I'd be a little bit jealous and I wouldn't let him beat me at anything. But 
is um, somehow I, I, <laughs> I believe you when you say that. <laughs> I don't mean like the boys beat me at quick draw. Never mind anything else. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's his life. He can he can do what he wants with it. But if he does take a liking to sport and rugby league is his choice, then I'll do everything I can to help him and make him the best. If it's something completely different, then I can only help him out and support him as a father. Is coaching on your horizon in the future, you reckon? Mm, I don't know. I don't think I have the patience for it. I, I would. I would really like to be a coach, and especially if, if it was for my little boys' team. But, yeah, if something doesn't go right, I can see myself blowing up like I do on the field with the boys. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah. With with this time off now, obviously we're, we're taking some uh, or taking some time to, to pursue some other sort of things in our lives and, and things off the field. Yep. Uh, what other interests do you have, Jordan Abdul? <laughs> Any other skills or secret talents that you... I'm like an old man, really. I, I, I play darts and snooker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is literally what I do. I've been um, I've been going a couple of times with our nutritionist from from, from the club. Um, yeah. I knew him from there, and obviously now he's working here. We we thought it'd be a good idea to we could like talk about some nutrition while playing snooker, and we've been going like once a week now, quite competitively. Do you, do you chat about nutrition, or did? Uh, well, it, when I start, <laughs> when I start, when I start good, beating yeah. him a, a couple of frames, then he like stops the game midway yeah. through and starts talking to me uh, about okay. nutrition. But distracted, yeah. I'm sure that if he was winning, we wouldn't talk about nutrition at all. <laughs> but you're not one of the the players that loves the video games, the uh, the Netflixing, and um, I do go on FIFA quite a bit actually. But it's, it's when I can have the time. Some of these boys are just oh yeah, hours like I'm not, and um, hours, I'm not six, like, seven hours a day yeah. guy. It's literally it's. Half hour, forty five minutes. If and when I've got chance, it's there's better things to do with your life, isn't there, than just sitting on a video game all day. Well, yeah. Yeah. probably not for the next couple of weeks. I might have to <laughs> gonna have to make some changes. That's for un- sure. Unretire the joypad. Are you going to keep fit? I'm going to do my best. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm taking a what bike home. Coops has been kind enough to let me take one home, and yeah, I'm going to do my best to tick over and try and come back in better shape than what I am now. You know, you'd. The worst thing that we could do as a team is come back worse off than what we finished, especially because the demand of Super League, you know, if if you're behind the eight ball to begin with, then we're just going to struggle massively. And the way our current injuries have gone, I think we all need to look after ourselves and each other and make sure that when we are back playing that we're ready to go straight away. Nice. Well, obviously a big challenge ahead for not only us, but all the other uh, teams and, and fans associated yep. with the Super League. Um, after the break, we've got a nice little special guest that's coming onto the show, and that's Dan Murray. Today's guest made his debut in the Super League at the age of 21 with Salford, and going through a number of loan teams, he's made his way to Hulkingston Rovers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Dan Murray. Yeah, Cheers, thanks for having me. Have you listened to the first two episodes, mate? Do you know what to expect with that? Uh, I'll be honest, mate, I've not. No, it's completely... I don't know. What have you been like that for? You pop, you're popping my cherry, Trent. So, um, yeah, I think I'm in for it with you. So, yeah. Oh, I'll look after you. It's Trent you've got to be a bit... No, yeah, it is Trent. It's the small ones you have to look, look out for. I've only had a number, of, a number of games in the season so far. Have you found yeah. 2020 so far on the field? On the field, it's it's, well... Results have obviously not gone our way. It's been tough, but I've enjoyed them and I've I've enjoyed getting regular minutes and 
developing games and obviously developing combinations and enjoyed having a abo in the pack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to get in there somewhere. He's, he's training with the forwards now. Once you're in, mate, you're not out. So I hope you're looking forward to I've that. I've made a career out of getting out of that pack. I've <laughs> opportunity, don't worry about that. Do you think, um, obviously with the injuries that we had in pre-season with Mossy and Weller, do you think you've had to take on a bit of a leadership role in the pack or do you still think that you're sort of like the young lad you know what I mean have your responsibility changed a little bit now Uh, I'd say like anyway I thought I'd be that type of leader I wouldn't say I'd be the leader but one of the leaders because our age that average age of the pack this year has totally been cut down compared to last year and there's obviously there's George Lawler, Harvey Levet, they're all around the 23, 24 yeah, lads. Age, yeah, we? about the same age. So, yeah, it's one of them where we have to think that you have to be one of the leaders anyway. If you play, if you're playing, you've got to have a, a bit of leadership into you. Yeah. yeah, I was saying to Matty last week that to have the confidence to speak up in meetings and to be able to boss other people around and all stuff like that, it, it's obviously going to set you in a good platform yeah. in a couple of years' time. Yeah. So to be able to do it now at yeah. 23, 24, yeah. you're the same age as me, are you? So yeah. imagine in like two, three years' time when you've got all that experience yeah. under your belt, you probably could be looking at being a captain for this club. When I, when I come here on loan last year in June, like, a real thought of, I thought, right, I'm going to try and, I'm going to talk in meetings and I'm going to, I'm going to put my part across because, I get a bit of stick with how I speak and stuff, but sometimes you've got to look past that. And obviously, I, I've got things to say, and hopefully, it's good things to say, and lads take it on board. And if they don't take it on board, I'm hoping that someone will obviously correct me. So, yeah, you, you do. You do come up with some good yeah. points. Granted, we all giggle in the background, but you mean well, don't you? I yeah, mean, I mean well. Thing. I mean well. You know, but I think it's about looking past that and obviously thinking that it's to, to benefit the team and. Yeah, I've I'll hopefully I've took it through to the pre-season and take it through to these open rounds. That even though I'm what I'm 24 now, 24 last Saturday, um, getting on. Um, yeah. As soon as I turned 24, I had two injuries. So oh, just, touch wood, don't say that to me. Don't say that to me. I'm just trying to make touch you look wood. a bit better in your physio department. Touch wood. Did you see you came to the club last year uh, with the, the loan deal that sent Ryan Lannan to Salford. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to sort of delve into that and what that's like from a player's point of view because obviously the fans, what they get to see is the end product of another player in the team. Yeah. What's it, from your level, what was that experience like? Is it is it something that you're approached with, you get told you have to do and then what does that entail it, when it... In, previ- in yeah. previous times where I've been told I've been going on loan, it's mm-hmm. kind of, I've been told but it was a little bit different with the KR situation that it took a few days for me to think about because uh, I live in Newton which is just on the outskirts of Warrington and so it's obviously a bit of a commute so there was a lot of family side that I had to think mm-hmm. about and so... It, what, what game was it? We played FC the week before. We narrowly got beat by them. I think it was something like 33, 31, something like that. And then the following Thursday, Tony had just been appointed the interim head coach. Yeah. And it's, this is the way I, I got told that KR contacted Salford and asked, because 
we were looking for a back row Salford at the time and it's like he's still wanting a like a back role, his forward type of role and stuff. I was like, Yeah, yeah, well, in that case, is there any chance we could have the services of Daniel Murray? So Wattle took me into his office and he was kinda of surprised at the, at the time, like he did he didn't know what to do with it. So he asked me, he asked me th- what I think about it and, and I went away for a couple of days and over the weekend I had a chat about it and th- had a think about it and that Monday morning I basically had my mind made up, thinking that it'd be a great opportunity for me to play regular rugby. It's a great club, great fan base, and yeah, I've not looked back since. And it's yeah, one a very good decision that with people around me that were involved. I thank I thank them very much. What was the most appealing part of of changing locations and coming to to Hull? Changing locations in terms of coming to Hull would be basically like Abbo's touched on it in terms of being in a regular regular spot in the team and it's just that opportunity to, to, to get better and gain experience that for them later years they might be coming up a, li- a little bit too quick um, but yeah standing good stead for it. Was it the idea of living near Preston Road that really grabbed your oh, fancy? Oh, yeah, mate. Must have been. Yeah, must have been. Yeah, I think that's the main attraction for a lot of people, yeah. you know. I've walked around. a lot of things nearby. I've seen the natures at East Park, and it's lovely, <laughs> mate. Lovely. Have you been to the deep? No, I've not been oh, the deep yet. I've heard great reviews. Seen. I've been so great you're not, reviews. you're not experiencing the best of all. You're not. I need, me and Trent need to go, I think. Right. And he needs to show me. He's been here I'll longer than me. I'll get lost if I go. He's shown me Beverly. Sure. He's shown me Beverly. Yeah. <laughs> so you finished off 2019 um, as a bit of a cult hero around the grounds and then in the off-season you decided to stay with us. Yeah. So that meant you had a nice pre-season under Tony Smith. Uh, does he contrast to any of your previous coaches that you've you've played under? Yeah, he's a lot, he's a lot more attacking. That was Tony Smith for all you that uh, listened to this. This is definitely staying in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. keep that in. <laughs> keep that in. <laughs> yeah. No, but getting back to that, Tony's after that debacle. He's a lot. He's a lot more attacking minded. So he's helped me develop that game. And let's move off uh, off the field. And for a lot of you listeners, he probably don't uh, wouldn't know that Dan's quite talented with the old hair clippers. Uh, he's, you've got a few people in the teams here. What's the uh, the list so far of of your clientele? Oh, we haven't got that much time. Um, you, you you've jumped on. I've it. Yep. I've so it. there's Trent, Animondotti, Wellerake, Ethan Ryan. We've been there, even the, the yeah. coach himself. See you later, Tony. Call me when you get home. Three rings. I've even. (laughs) I've even cut Tony Smith's hair. For a Sky game, our last Sky game was me. Our last Sky game was to I I cut Tony Smith's hair. So uh, yeah, hit me up if anyone's interested. What made you get into the barbering? Have you done like the proper course, or do you just wing it? I'm I'm purely YouTube mate. YouTube. Honestly, I I learnt on YouTube, and I've got a mate 
I'm going to say his name, Thomas Marsh, an absolute trooper. He had her when I started. He's bald now. <laughs> He's bald now. Well, it should work all right for him. <laughs> He's bald now, poor kid. Not but, um, watching YouTube videos. I think our S&C department watched a couple of clips <laughs> on YouTube to come up with our drills. <laughs> but yeah, it was, and it was just practicing on my mates and just learning my own flirt. Adam Walney was at Salford with me. He's now at Huddersfield. He gave me his like his old clippers and he just took me from there and yeah, enjoy it. Just relaxes me, helps me take my mind off and have a good good chat with lads and stuff. So yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, it obviously it helps the boys out as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a easy to remember. Uh, tight in the wallet tightly and they don't want to spend twenty pounds for a new phone. Mitch so. Garbutt. I don't want to name any names. <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious note from that, what, what do you say with uh, in regards to having something outside of rugby, especially in times like that we're in now with the uncertainty of the game? Yeah. Would you encourage your teammates to do something like that? Oh yeah, you've always got themselves? you've always got to have some when you even when you sign at a young age it's it's harped onto you about you have to have something like go to college, you go get good, some decent grades, have a have something outside of rugby because at the end of the day you're lucky to get 10, 12, even 15 year career. We're not all like Gareth Ellis. Mm, just keeps you going, know what I mean? Absolute machine. So, yeah, it's it's very important to have it and just thinking about it. it, it everything There's things even now that can be done at the side. I know Robbie Mullern's doing a, an open uni course and I've been looking into that, so... Yeah, it's just, just keep it ticking along and obviously when you come to your retire, it should be all set, ready to go. Lovely. Well, uh, if you're happy to stay around, we're going to play a bit of a game after the break between you and Jordan. Are you quite competitive? For, yeah, for mate. Yeah? I'll, I'll stay, I'll stay. What game is it? Quick draw. We'll talk to you about it okay. after the break. Welcome back to Beyond the Post. We've got Dan Murray as our special guest here today. But Dan, this is the part of the show where we have a bit of fun. We'll try to, because I mean, Jordan gets quite competitive at this. We're going to play a game Jordan called Quick Draw. Have you heard, have, that, have any of the boys talked time. about this yet? Have, <laughs> you, have you got the heads up by any of the boys? Because uh, Matty G came in last week and you got, got, up, he, got yeah, defeated yeah. convincingly, 4-0. He's not mentioned it, actually. He's not a fucking surprise. To be fair, you've not been shouting about it. I don't want to dig someone that's already down, you know what I mean? With respect So the quick rules of this is I give you a category and a letter, and the first person to yell out a correct answer wins, and the first answer you yell out is locked in. Okay? We'll do a practice round, though. I'll look at your face. You're a little bit daunted by this. But the key is be fast uh, and be loud so we get you. Exactly. All right, so here's a, here's a practice question, okay? Um, and we'll see how we go from there. So, name a homemade meal starting with P. Pie. Yeah, I'll take that. I don't know if you make pie, but. Yeah, you can do, can't Yeah, but do you, are you a cook? Never done homemade pie. Never done homemade pie. I'm just asking you, Dan, are you a good cook or? What would your answer be? What would your answer be? Pizza. Yeah, yeah, good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got me there. Well done. <laughs> okay, uh, three, three. okay so you get the idea. So I'm going to say that, except this time Jordan's going to try and beat you at it. I know he let you have that one. Cool, so it's best of seven. Okay. So first of four wins, obviously. <laughs> be loud, be fast. <laughs> and let's play. Yep. Name a colour starting with B. Blue. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was you know fast. Weird? I was <laughs> just so never could have started with Ah, as oh, yeah. practice, I didn't know he was doing Have that. Have you seen these questions? <laughs> he hasn't, no, everyone asks. I'd, I've written them on my phone, no one's getting them. Okay, question two. Name a sports brand starting with N. Nag. I'm going to give it two. That's it. Yeah, That's your one first one. point you've lost you on the episode. You've got to keep the tent. One all. I love this. All. Here we go. <clears throat> Name an activity you could do with the family starting with M. Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you can do it with. Are you getting nervous, Jordan? <laughs> you can't compete with that, can you? <laughs> mm, I like this. Two other dis. Here we go. Name a musician beginning with D. Dizzy Rascal. He's not a musician. He's a, a musician. Yeah, he's a musician. He's a musician. He's not a musician. It's a, a former musician. He's, he's a rapper. Calm down. Come on. David Bowie, Dr. Dre. There's a few oh, ones yeah. here. Dizzy Rascal. Dizzy Rascal. You're next to me, you know. That's what came to my head. Two a piece. This is good. All right. Here we go. Name a movie beginning with C. Cars. Oh. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. That's it. Okay. Well, I mean, that's three two. I'll Jordan, and I have to inform you this time that if Don't Dizzy worry, gets hey, the next one right, he's worry. won the game. He's, he's intimidated me by that monopoly answer. If you get, if you <laughs> get really this next one, <laughs> we we have a chance to go to a tiebreaker here. This is good. Are you ready? No. <laughs> I'm just gonna just just wait a just delay a little bit to get you nervous. So to win, Dizzy, stay in the game, Jordan. And this is a very topical one too. A very what? Topical. <laughs> in the news. You're just making words on that. <laughs> Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you ready? Name a supermarket chain beginning with A. Asda. Asda. Oh, I don't even know what I said. That was Asda, wasn't it? Did you say Asda? I said Asda. You were in first. I said Asda, but I don't know how you finished it. It was a poor execution, but I think Asda came out of your mouth there. Last one. Yeah, because he got the knife one that was dubious, wasn't it? Yeah, go on. Wow. Okay, well, this is a first. Three all. The reign of Jordan's might, might come to an end to you. Is it like right? tennis where you have to win by... No, this is it. This is question seven no. in the best of seven okay, okay. game of quick draw. Boys, are you ready? Boom, boom. Yeah, th- there'll be noise going over this for sure. All right, here we go. <clears throat> winner takes all. The winner takes it all. The final Do we have the license? Is that your phone game? <laughs> okay. Don't worry about that. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just let's keep on track here. Okay. Final question. Question seven. Name an activity you could do in isolation beginning with S. Sleep. And he's done it. Oh. Sleep. Sleep. Sit. Stretch. Swim in the bath. Sing. 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 Anyway, well done. Hey, Jordan, well, that was a really good one. Yeah, yeah, well done. You've been the best guest so far. Yeah, you, did, you had me go in with it. You've been the second mm, guest, but you've been Monopoly. Well, uh, well, Dizzy, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I think we should just say all the best with your, your time in isolation. Hopefully, uh, you keep in shape. Got a roll in the car. So Have you got anything planned? Have you got any shows you've lined up in Netflix that you're waiting to watch? You recommend to anyone? Well, a bit of an unpopular choice, but I'm currently watching American Idol. 
Also, <laughs> 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 well, there, love is blind. Oh, that is the last thing I would have thought coming out of your mouth. But hey, hey, you've got the time to, to fill, so maybe we ask <laughs> you in a couple of weeks uh, how that goes. Country singer. 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 Monopoly. There it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's. Cheers for having me, Trent, eh? No worries. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, that's about all we have time for uh, this episode of Beyond the, the Posts. Now, we're going to try and work really hard to keep um, bringing you guys episodes, obviously, during this difficult time. Um, we'll see if logistically it can happen. Um, if not, it's been an honour, privilege to uh, to record these for you. And obviously, when everything gets back on track, we'll definitely uh, try to get these more often with yeah. some more guests and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's a difficult circumstances at the minute, but... As a club, we'll stick together, and I think this show's a great way to show that we are still sticking together. You know, we've got a couple of special guests lined up for when we do get the next episodes, and yeah, there'll be some things to look forward to for you fans. Yeah, just keep your eyes peeled for social media. I'm sure they'll let us all let all you guys know when we have recorded one and we have one on the way. So, yep. and also share it with all your friends as well. The more we can uh, get to know about our episodes, the more likely we're going to keep them coming. So. It's driven by you for you guys. Yep. Uh, just thanks again to everybody and stay safe and stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs>